You're listening to the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, Bree. People can say my name and I still don't pay attention. Chris. This is what happens when your number one health concern in the state is porn. Jeremy. Flicks it and then walks out and just kicks the living crap out of whoever. And Julia. This week on Julia does everything that's embarrassing. Well, the Julia thing's still my favorite. It's, it's, it's just perfect. I love it. <laughs> so next year... You can pick something else. You have a whole year to find a better clip. I like what it says. I just don't like the way that I said it. Yeah, but that's how you talk. I know. Even right <laughs> now, you just did the same thing with your voice where you... Uh, uh, it's funny when people like, I listen to the podcast, but I really don't like the way I sound. Yeah, you just sound just like you sound. sound. I know. I sound like an idiot. No, I have to listen to it. <laughs> and if I got off my ass and learned audition, I could adjust everyone's sound a little bit, but I'm lazy. People got to hear my stupid voice all day echoing through their house. I can do some <laughs> stuff with the soundboard, too, but again, I'm lazy. So I don't really adjust. Like I know we some should do an episode where we auto-tune our voices the whole time <laughs> and we all just sing it. That'd be funny. The auto-tune episode. That'd be funny. Because of my vocal cord dysfunction, my voice doesn't sound like it used to anyway, so I don't care. Yeah, I uh, I think the funny would wear off really fast. Then do a section of it. Yeah, the whole show is just it seems... Well, like speaking of show, show, we should mention... It's 265. Episode 265. Uh, and this show's about you. Why are you saying it like it's special? Is there something special about the number 265? They're all Divi- special. It's divisible by five. Every episode is special, Brie. <laughs> Your special, Jeremy. <laughs> he knows. Visible by five. You ride the short bus to school. Well, that way nobody has to ride in the back. Oh, no, everybody 55, gets to ride the back. That's 55 times? <clears throat> 265, five, 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 50, no, 53. Why are you? Math is hard. Does it matter? Why? What? It's Because he likes math. I just wanted to know. Like, so pull out your phone. 53, five weeks apart. I don't even know why that matters. But that's interesting because those are both prime numbers. There you go. He this, likes math. This he week's reads episode math books for fun. Brought to you by prime numbers. Prime. I think he's Because it's, it's, it's the last day of Amazon Prime. That is interesting. Oh, hi, yeah, there you go. Day of Amazon yes. Prime, prime numbers. Did you guys? Got a bunch of stock for Optimus Prime. A bunch of, oh, a bunch of stock, supplies. Supplies. Yeah. I thought you meant like I got a bunch of Amazon stock. I'm like, yeah, you should have bought that a few weeks ago before Prime Day, which will drive up the prices usually. Yeah, no. But. There's been some interesting shit about Amazon in the news, too. I don't have that uh, kind of money. Like, they busted some, I don't remember what group it was in the UK, but some media organization basically caught footage of Amazon literally destroying brand new product out of one of their UK warehouses, which apparently, after doing some interviews, they're destroying at that warehouse 135,000 products a day. Destroying? And that's part like of Amazon's policy. or what? Some stuff's brand new, never been opened, never been shipped. They just need space in the warehouse, so they destroy it. Oh, rather like than give whole, it to charity. It's like the whole Louis Vuitton thing, or where they will burn their bags and instead of put them on sale, they will not put them on sale. They will That's burn stupid. them, even though they take like sixty days to hand make it's, each uh, one. It's, it's so dumb. Yeah, but it's a five year old in in fucking Pakistan making them, so it's fine. <laughs> I just shrugged. <laughs> like, yeah, that's probably true. Brazilian children, Sao Paulo streets, man, oh. Brazil, COVID uh, under the big Jesus though he sanctions everything. Yeah, Jesus yes. Cristo. Uh, so you you you've been doing the market 
with uh, the folks at Oleo and Bean Hole and yep. and Hello Bulk. How, the Neighborhood how's, Hive. How's the yes. Neighborhood Hive market been for you? It's been good. It's been a lot of fun. I've done two of them. They've, they've had three so far. Um, it's every Saturday from 8 a.m. to noon. And they go at longer. Their, at their place. People. The Old Flow Yoga we studio. went to the only market that you didn't go to. Well, why haven't you come to the other ones? <laughs> well, because, so, <clears throat> we went to the very first one, and then last week, we just left the house late. Like, I just could not get my butt yeah, out of bed. Really like, late. it took me until, like, almost 10 before we went to Salt Lake Farmer's Where Market. Are you going to come this time? No, because it'll be post-surgery. But they, they, um... So last week we took Phoebe. We like had a reason to go to the farmer's market. It wasn't to shop. We took her to like start desensitizing her to Mm -hmm. people. And I can't remember why we didn't go the week before that. No, it was the week uh, before that. I wasn't doing it. No, no, no. You said you've gone twice. Oh, yeah. You've only done it for three weeks. It, I don't remember. I can't remember. Here, here's ultimately why. Cause I don't need anything right now. Yeah. I'm I'm good on my coffee stores. Through, um, I've got I just stocked up on Oleo and uh so yeah, I I will go probably um probably need some more oil here in the next few weeks, but and I if and you're listening to this so current there yeah, if you are it's up until what, the twenty fifth of June? So I think we're coming well, down and they're to the having, wire. So Hold yes, up. on Friday the twenty fifth they are having um another like a a closing date like push at the, at the parking lot again for their Kickstarter. I've donated. Have you donated? I donated five hundred dollars. Nice, nice. So Unfortunately, they, all of the prizes were gone. So I just did the just because pack it cause you love it. Are they really out of pledge prize? No, they're not. They, they only put in like five. The, the ones that oh, I for wanted the, for the for the really high end stuff, like the ones I wanted, like the soap classes. And yeah, stuff. But you know, if you talk to Jen, she'll oh, hook I, you up. I know. Well, and and if. At this rate? Oh, no, they've added more, too. Oh, have they? Yeah, they added some more soap. They added some more you should local ask. gift baskets. I'm not worried about it. She'll hook us up no matter what, so yeah. we're good. And then if, if for whatever reason it doesn't pass, I will, I'm will. still going to donate my money to them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they've are they got five days to go, so this is the 22nd as we're recording this, so I think the 27th is their last day. Um, and um, I and think if they don't make it, they should redo it for the amount that they did already make, and then they just get any extra on top of it. So then they at least get what they know everyone's already well, pledged, you know? So, I mean, you have to keep in mind their their focus of that 47500 is some specific build-out goals in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and none of these guys, uh, I shouldn't say none of them, Hello Bulk has a store uh, elsewhere, but Jed uh, doesn't have a place that he's making coffee um, Oleo is making their stuff, but they don't have a storefront anymore. So, and that's a, that's a big hit on all of them. Um, to, that's, that's their livelihood. So that, that's what my point is, is so they do get that money. Cause if they don't get the full amount, they don't get any of it. So they might yeah. redo it they for less and have. then push. To get there's a lot we their could, original we could amount. Really go into Kickstarter. Now's not the time. If you Kickstarter listen to some, algorithm. If you listen to some of the earlier episodes, you'll you'll figure you'll, you'll be able to see some of that. I think they probably should have done a GoFundMe personally, right, for this kind of project. Because they just send it to you the moment that it goes through. Yeah, and the, the thing with the the thing with Kickstarter is the rewards are a big part of why people donate on Kickstarter, and I think most of their donations are not so much reward backed as they are community. Just, yeah. And that makes more sense to do a GoFundMe thing and then 
Like have a big party for all your donors. Yeah, or just do like it. have them come to the thing and sign up and pay for. But the yeah, the problem with and Kickstarter the proceeds go towards. The problem with Kickstarter is if they redid it for the lower amount, there's no guarantee people would redonate, and that's the big challenge that you have is figuring out when you set up your Kickstarter what that goal is supposed to be and why. And I I think they figured that out, but I think they uh, there's th- a. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons. And and truly, the best thing you can do is pull out before... If you're not going to make it, you're better off to cancel before it actually goes through and fails. But anyway. But they're they're close, right? Like, I mean, they're still... They're within, what, seventeen, eighteen thousand $18,000 of the goal. So I think they've got a good shot at making it. Um, you know, they've got a... I don't know if they've thrown it up on uh, any of the news Let's stuff see. that Jen and Derek they do. Because they're made... on the TV news all the time. Twenty-eight thousand out of forty-seven thousand. Yeah, so like I said, they're about eighteen thousand, seventeen, eighteen thousand off. Not but they too got far. five days to go. Yeah, they could do it. Really some people, push. some people are weird and they wait until they wait the till the last minute. I do. They're like, oh, I'm gonna donate. Oh, I'm gonna donate. Oh, I'm gonna donate. And then they're like, the oh crap. Well, I would like even me when I was talking to Bri, I'm like, I don't even know what level we want. I don't know what thing we want. Like, what do we want to do? So it took us a while to figure it out, and then I finally put it in. I waited until there was a, a matching donation Gotcha. Occurring. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, was that really cool thing. that that person did that. So anyway, uh, we by the way, guys, we don't get paid by these guys. We just really love all of them. Uh, I They're think cool. I think the Bean Hole is one of my favorite businesses in Salt Lake. Uh, Jed's Jed's freaking awesome. He's he's a really good community builder, uh, and I think Olio is a great community builder. And I've heard nothing but great things about Hello Bulk and and talking to Jamaica was was fantastic. So I just really want to support these guys. I think they're the type of businesses that we want in this community. They're not afraid to help their quote unquote competition, right? They welcome them. I mean, I've never once heard this is so the market. If you've ever been to a, a farmer's market, this is just a good example of, of what I mean. There are soap vendors aplenty for artisan handmade soap. And there are a lot of vendors that are doing beard oils and shit now because beards are the popular thing. I did it first, fucker. So it's not a popular <laughs> thing for me. I've never known Chris without a beard. I was a lumber sexual before it became an actual thing. Um, that is. Go look it up, Urban Dictionary. It's my picture. Uh, anyway. <laughs> now they're way better looking than me. Uh, but I've, I've talked to Jen and Derek quite a bit about the other vendors at the market. They have never, ever, ever, ever spoken disparagingly about competitive vendors that could be two booths down selling fucking artisan soap, which is one of the big things that they sell at the market. Never once heard them talk shit about any of the vendors or say anything bad. Even in, even in private, and I've hung out with Jen and Derek a lot in private and drank with them, and they don't yeah, ever talk really bad. Nice. They're really nice. They're very genuine. Yeah, even people that have fucked them over, and it has happened, they don't talk real bad about them. Mm-hmm. They're just really Only nice kind people. kind of bad, not real bad. I mean, well, enough that they tell you <laughs> that something bad happened. Yeah, they'll tell you that they got fucked over, but them. they won't talk shit on the person. So um, they're really genuinely good people. Like people. And yeah, and I would like to support businesses that, that do that sort of thing. So I'm pretty happy uh, to continue to support them and continue to talk about them. So you've got another five days uh, or probably four days because you won't listen to this until tomorrow. Um, you've got until Sunday, the 27th, um, at uh, the, the end of the day to donate. So please do. 
Um, give whatever you can, even if it's five bucks, like five bucks goes a long way. If enough people donate five bucks, I'm not going to do like if 53 people donate five bucks, it's 650, 265. So, I mean, it's a pretty good amount of money. Could you imagine if like a hundred people had 53 of their friends donate five bucks? <laughs> this sounds like a pyramid scheme. That would be is Utah. If a hundred people got fifty three of their friends to donate five bucks, <laughs> we'd be at twenty six thousand five hundred dollars, and I think that would be pretty freaking spectacular for these guys. They would definitely hit their goal. So we got a we got a few things that we want to do before we get to uh, talking to our guest um, a little bit later for the interview. Um, first, let's do a tarot card uh, because Julia is back from her magical date night. So we'll interview our guest in a few minutes, but he's here with us right now. Maybe have him pick the card. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I've, I've never done one, so I don't even know what I'm doing. Just pick uh, a you're card. just picking a card I'm, at random. You're just, just pick picking a, a little fortune for the week, don't pick, right. the, don't pick the queen don't of death. Pick, don't pick the death card. All you, right. You I'll just do like this one right here. It's probably If you get the death card, it's probably for my dog anyway. <laughs> it's, oh, my gosh. It's the three of coins. Didn't we just do one of the coins cards? Yeah. Well, There's lots of coins, I There's guess. There's more than one. Three of coins. Was it upside down? Do we decide? No, I just decided we're doing them all upside, right side up. Oh. Then we can flip the deck around, do them all down, so upside down. See, then we're good for the next three years. Okay. At least. Um, I'm not even going to try to say the name of this thing. It's the three coins. Yeah. Uh, learning from one another. Uh, the words are studying, growth, collaboration, success, and recognition. Stop. Collaborate. And listen. Ice is back for a brand new edition. I'm nervous about this. You should be. It, it, it's about like this. in a like a. You have to take toxic these pictures. Okay, so are you doing? Are you doing this, Bree? Are you? Are you participating? Are you taking okay. pictures? So I'll have to take pictures because I'm not fucking doing this dumbass challenge. I would do the hot. I'm sauce on the fence thing. too. Yeah. Yeah, I would do the hot. So by oh, the way, we'll guys, bring that next this is uh, this is Nick Nelson of Logos Coffee. Just so you don't know who the disembodied voice is, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll really be talking to Nick here in a little bit. But um, yeah, so Julia and Jeremy walk in. Jeremy has this fucking candy in his hand. It looks like he's a two year old at the grocery store picking it up. Got it. Um, was it on the bottom shelf or like the second shelf of the grocery store? One of my kids found actually it? found it. So we found it at Pyrodos. So, oh, yeah. so I like, I watch a YouTube channel called Try. And oh, yeah, that the Irish guys. It's the Irish people that try things and it's oftentimes quite funny. Um, I saw this on the show probably a week, maybe two weeks ago and they were trying these toxic waste hazardous sour did you, candy. Did you take a picture of that? Because I'm not doing it with your stupid Wendy's cup in the way. Well, no. Hand it to him so he can actually I need get to get a good salt. So, so I was watching it and it, it was so funny to watch them and then um, we happened to be at Pyrodos on Sunday for Father's Day. Cause, on the Lord's Day? Well, it's Father's Day. So, <laughs> so we're it's doing, not the Lord's Day? No, it's well, Father's Day. Well, he's a father too. <laughs> so I was doing things Is this that, the Lord's no, candy? So Jesus? It is the Lord's candy. God? Oh, it's like the I Lord's forget. chips. Did you the get pictures? Lord is God. If you're Mormon, they're different people. Hey, did you get well, pictures of your cards? Anything I, I'm curious what the ingredients are. In my are. mind, they're different people. Okay, so, Literally anything else. They're I, the I'm same. A, I'm, I know, I know. Okay, That's so, what I was confused Hold on, I need to read the, the Lord's scripture on this candy, so <laughs> chill out for a second. So first off, warning, there is a choking hazard. Small objects like candy may inadvertently become lodged in the throat. That's why there's holes in lifesavers. Not for children under three, so we all good? We're good. Okay. So the next caution is consuming more than one piece at a time may cause irritation to mouth. Sensitive individuals should Yikes. not consume this product. 
Do you it your burns water so bad? Like, are we going to die doing yeah. this? I or? did it the other day. It's just really uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> what? Put two in your mouth? Put one. What, what, it, what is it compared to a warhead? So, like, so, what sour so level? The outside is like a warhead, and then the inside is just pure acid. That's disgusting. It just burns. It doesn't have a flavor. It just it's burns. It's just burn. Oh, so no. the number one ingredient horrible. is sugar, followed by corn syrup, then citric acid. Which Jeez. is what's burning you. Then you have yeah. all the other stuff. Dextrose, malodextrin, artificial flavors. the stuff of pineapple. And you guys uh, decided this was a good I idea. I might just have the sweet part and then I'll call Beeswax, it Beeswax, malic acid, <laughs> some artificial try. colors. I'll try to do we'll just the sweet. We'll both try it. I, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't do the whole thing. So there's a time on it. I do want to point out this was made in Pakistan, so I can't promise it's <laughs> not going to have heroin in it. <laughs> um, so read the little time. There's a time. For All right. It. So time in the mouth. And I will be, uh, I'll need your phone to do the timer while I take pictures of you idiots. Time in the mouth. Uh, so a uh, total wuss is 15 seconds. A crybaby is 30. A uh, toxic wannabe is 45 seconds. If you want to be my love, you got to get with me. <laughs> and a... Uh, Full toxic head is 60 seconds. Yeah, that's not happening. The full toxic head, I believe, is dumbass, is what they meant to say. <laughs> okay, okay. So, I think when we put it in our mouth, we should bite it to make okay, the stuff so come out. Okay, we so have, we have some flavors. Yeah, you got to suck it. So we have... Not um, chew it, just bite it so the inside oozes out, nah, and then hold it. Is there a raspberry? We have watermelon and uh, black cherry. Black cherry. And we have. I want a berry. Sorry, dude. Um, the watermelon. There's a, n- another black. Stop. Get off my fucking headset cord. <laughs> it's like cutting in and. This is why we're rated M. <laughs> rated M. <laughs> there we go. My headset cord was like blanking out. Uh, blue raspberry. Oh, there we go. Yeah. The 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 famous um, all natural blue raspberry. All right. Lemon. Organic. Um, I think you can't get berry. blue food when you're in Europe because it's there's bad for you. apple. And that's it. I'll do the watermelon. Uh, or did Johnny take the watermelon? <laughs> yeah, you should do the lemon. lemon. No, I don't want the lemon. Blue raspberry, <laughs> black cherry, black or apple. Apple. I'll do apple. That way we're all doing something one. different. Apple? Is this the apple? Yeah. Apple flavored candies are The nice. reason I'm not doing it is, one, someone has to be able to talk through what's going on on this True. show. <laughs> that is not going to... Th- this and is two, you're a party pooper. Uh, and two... Just thinking about this, my mouth is salivating. I, I know, hate mine too, and my jaw's already like I doing hate that sour, sour candy so much. It is. You not, know what? We yeah. should save one for Sean because she loves sour candies. Like I want to get uh, some before and afters of everyone, so we'll just okay. Yeah, take a few, take a few pictures there. Oh, I gotta get this going. <laughs> So everyone get your we, candy unwrapped. Be we, careful not to touch it directly because it will make your fingers sour for three days. I don't Should know. Should we have put on gloves like when you deal with jalapeno? <laughs> uh, no. I don't know if we're going to post this video, but I'll I'll it's, take it. It's a cute little candy. Okay. Uh, on the count of three, I'm going to count down and I want you guys to... Uh, Are you counting down or up? I said I'm going to count down. <laughs> uh, I want you guys to put it in your mouth. Put it in your mouth. So three, two, one. It's already gross. sour. It's just it's, already sour. Oh, it's, gross. It is there taste any like flavor anything. or is it just no. sour? It doesn't taste good. No, it tastes just, like... Just sour. It's sour right off the bat. Really good face. I thought it was going to be sweet right off the bat. I do. No, oh, it was a horrible. It just tastes like poop, right? Like like eating a lemon? It's or is just, a lemon yeah, it's, not, inside. it's just not good. Is that like a Zot where it like melts and releases stuff quickly? Because those are really good. Like bitter. Not like bitter. Yes, it's bitter. Are you guys getting the juice? 
the juice? Not yet. Are you wheezing the juice? This is a thrilling podcast. It's content. like eating just like a, uh, a lemon. <laughs> he's he's struggling over there. Well, I will say we're at the 45 second mark, so clearly it's not that damn sour. Because it, it wasn't sour. It's, well, it hurts to swallow. It's bitter. Okay, we'll just okay, bite into it. Sweet part. You're just, in sweet? Did you get out, oh. you wuss, Julia? So you guys are now at a minute, so you're now Well, you guys don't have the juice. Mine came right out. Now you're officially whatever well, you're not supposed says. to bite it. Full, I didn't bite it. Mine had a hole in it. Y'all are full toxic heads. So now I'm into Mine's the sweet. sweeter. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah, it actually tastes so like you, a candy. you got through the sour. My and tongue is sweet. like numb, though. It's like tingly. Really? Wait, it gets nice. My oh, tongue's fine. <laughs> I've been chilling on the side. I rotate. I can't feel my tongue. I don't like to put it on my cheeks because it burns like... You know the best... Weird. I'm turning the stupid camera off. This isn't... You know, this is not, I don't think we're posting that. Um, you didn't want to document, huh? Well, I took a video of it. I'll it give it to you and like you, can, you can... I mean, pause. it's doable. I mean, I haven't it's, gotten, fun, it's doable. I haven't gotten to anything nasty. My boyfriend bought these the other day and he was just popping them. Like, he can't taste sour. He's yeah. broken. Oh, I mean, there you go. So like, he learned that as a kid when he's eating lemons and they're like, oh, these are so sweet and yummy. It's like, it, you just so shy he was two just minutes. Like, okay, I think I might be getting to something more is sour. Is the sour like completely the sour's gone? gone. Now it's just a, now it's just like a... Have you gotten the inside now. stuff? Have you got the inside stuff coming out? That's why. Bite it. Yeah, oh, bite I'm, I'm scared to break, bite it. Break bite that it. shit open. Do it. I think I'm starting to get a little bit That's of the sour again. That's why I spit it out. My oh, stuff you went came straight. out immediately. You Mine went... had a hole in it. Oh. Yeah, back to the center now. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a good uh-huh. face right there, Jeremy. Uh-huh. Yeah, that middle... Your face is really red now. so red. As back to nasty. I'm like nervous to get to the center now. Just bite it. Just do it. Just do it. Just you do can it. do it, man. It's fine. I'm, I'm it. with you. I'm still. I'm I'm loving the sweetness. Mm-hmm. Like I want to savor it's, it's, it's That's actually, how I get you. When the sour starts, it actually isn't too bad. Like it, because it still like has a flavor. Right. The outside didn't have a flavor. It's one it was just no, it's the inside is just straight acid. So where are you at right now? I just got a mouthful so, of acid. So you're done. Yeah, so the inside stuff, but now it's gone, so I'm back to nothing. Like You've survived. Mine has like a crack in the back. I'm fine. Maybe I'll try one of these. back of my mouth. No, just kidding. I'm not trying to. <laughs> I mean, if gross. you washed off the right. outside, it's Bite actually it a decent candy. Well, Sour Patch Kids, if you if you wash the sugar Ooh. off of them, <laughs> they're just Swedish fish. Sour Patch Kids are just Swedish fish. You just fish. chew it really fast. Oh. Yeah. It's fine. I do like the There's Zots like a candies. whole crack in the back of mine, and I'm fine. The ones that fizz. Well, I'm just chewing mine now. Yeah. There's a lot. Of, well, the last, some serious <laughs> chewing ASMR. Look, the last here. like three and a half minutes has been this. <laughs> yeah, what's this podcast about? Oh, this is so. It's kind of sour. I have a tendency to sometimes eat on the podcast, we'll especially with before COVID, because I would like get home from work late sometimes, and so I would have popcorn or whatever. One time, somebody actually complained about it. And now she complained about purpose. me eating. Now, so now, now we did a whole segment where we ate on the air for people. <laughs> I don't think I'd have another one, but it was. This candy was really good after I got done with the outside. So yeah. it's, it's still not, not sour. Yeah, I it probably just has. <laughs> so probably just in the candy making process, I bet they just coat it in like a really sour powder for like a couple sure. hours, like. You know how they harden like the yeah. shells of like jelly yeah. beans and stuff. Probably the same, same thing. thing. I'm rolled to the center and I'm fine. Um, Maybe you, you got know a, what? You got a lucky one. You got the lucky sweet. You know one. what candy's really great at the center? Fucking Tootsie Pop. Mm. That chocolatey Tootsie Roll at the center of a Tootsie Pop is. Oh, that's yeah. the only time I'll eat a Tootsie Roll. And the, and the, the Indian shooting the star. 
If you ever get, if you ever get a gas, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you get a star and you get another one. That's yeah. what they say. Some gas stations did that for you, and I think it was just because the they do that like, at school. If you'd get a tootsie roll and you had a star, they'd give you another one. It's a dumb thing. Yeah, it never really did anything. I don't think after. it was really hmm. a promotion. Maybe you had a dud. But it will. It's just an urban legend. You can try another one. It's a myth. Yeah, here. There's plenty more. Oh, jeez. Can you do two in your mouth? The thing is, is I don't like the outside. It's gross. Uh, so we're going to move on. If you want to try another one, go ahead. It'll probably shut <laughs> you down for the next three minutes. Um, uh, I wanted to talk this week. I think next week we're going to do kind of a, uh, a longer episode specifically about um, Utah's drought. We touched on it, I think, last week or two weeks ago briefly, but we really wanted to give uh, a fair amount of time to it. But this week, uh, because we're about two weeks out from the 4th of July, one, I just want to say, Utah, I'm very disappointed in you. Uh, in typical Utah fashion, since the 4th, the actual Independence Day is on a Sunday. Of course, in Utah fashion, all the fireworks displays are going to be on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Because you can't possibly do them on Sunday when the whole fucking country's off on Monday for the holiday. You have to do it on Saturday because Sunday is the Lord's Day and he doesn't like fireworks. Um, He's a bitch. But I, the, the whole point of this is... Um, <laughs> I would really like you to go to a fireworks show. I'll probably bring them up again next week because we might have more listings. Um, but I'm going to list out a whole bunch of places that you can go to see fireworks. I don't want you to light fireworks. Please, for the love of God, do not light fireworks. It is so dry everywhere. We don't need to copy California. It, it is It is obscenely dry. Just go look alongside I-15. You can see how dry it is. Um, look in... Any sensible neighbor's yard. (laughs) It's dry. It's very dry. Um, So so (laughs) go to a fireworks display. And so that being said, um, here's a a huge list of of potential displays that you could go to. So Thanksgiving Point, these are all ones that are on July 3rd or their displays are on July 3rd. Thanksgiving Point, uh, their doors open at 4. There's the Stadium of Fire down in Provo. uh, Opens at 8. Sandy City's doing a display. Opens at 6.50. Uh, the West Jordan, uh, has a carnival going on, uh, all next weekend, basically. Uh, the first through the third is when they're doing like their city carnival and they'll do their fireworks displays on the third. Park City's doing a big thing all day starting at 7 a.m. on the third. Um, even down in Kanab, uh, they're doing a huge festival down in Kane County, uh, starting at 6 a.m. Uh, you've got Logan up in Willow Park that's doing, uh, fireworks at 10 on, um, Friday night, or, or the third as well, Saturday night, uh, there is a soccer game uh, at Rio Tinto. I'm sure they'll do fireworks. I don't know. Maybe they won't because Deloy Hansen is trying to sell the team, and he's a dipshit. Um, Riverton's doing their town days Yeah, uh, that whole weekend, and they'll have a fireworks show. Probably on the third. And their rodeo. Yeah, the, the rodeo's going on, yeah. Uh, Jordan Park in Salt Lake uh, will do their display on the fourth at 10 p.m. Uh, that's uh, like... 10th South and 9th West, roughly. Uh, Liberty Days uh, Heritage Park is actually on July 5th, uh, on Monday. Um, so there's lots of opportunities for you to go see fireworks. Honest to God, if you just fucking sit in your driveway or on your roof uh, on July 4th and look wherever the valley is from your location, you're going to see fireworks. Uh, you'll probably have dipshit neighbors that are lighting them off. Don't bother. Just save your have money. Have your hose ready. Yeah, have your hose ready. Keep your pets inside. Uh, and, um, yeah. That, so we're not doing our sidewalk of fire this year. Yeah. It's that's, just too dry. It's just not worth it. So we'll still have our 
Fourth of July barbecue and we'll get together with family, but we're not. This will be our first year of not doing our little sidewalk mm. of fire. Yeah, maybe I'll come over again. It's just too dry. It's just yeah. not. I don't think we're going to go over. I think I'll sit at home and play a video game. <laughs> we'll probably. Well, it'll be nice because Phoebe was pretty good with the fireworks last year. We gave her some CBD. But I don't think Chopper can hear him this year. No, so he I don't think fine. so. Yeah. We'll probably sit in our pool. He'll probably oh, yeah, stare at go. the wall in the It's only like 95 like degrees right does. now, probably. Yeah. So, Is it nice and hot? It's warm. So, yeah, it's warm. I I topped it off, put another like five or six inches in it the other day to help because it's it's warm. <laughs> yeah. It's getting up there because it's just been so hot. So another hot. 100 degree day today. So mm-hmm. And we're supposed to be in the hundreds off and on to the next two weeks. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, with us this week, we have a, uh, I think, so don't, don't feel bad, Nick. Um, his You're name fine. is Nick Logos. He's, uh, <laughs> no, Nick, he's Nick not. Nelson. He's the <laughs> it's owner. Nick Logos, yeah. He's yeah. the owner of Logos Coffee. Um, and don't, don't take this personally because it has nothing to do with you, but sure. I'm pretty sure this is going to become the new Utah coffee podcast. Um, <laughs> because we like to interview coffee people. Since we've started doing all of our own booking, and mostly that means Bray books guests that Jeremy and Julia find, it's mostly coffee shops. Because I love coffee. I have learned that Jeremy, the reason he leaves his home is to get coffee. He comes up with excuses because he works from home. Pretty much. And when he can't get coffee, he Venmo's me and it says, I need coffee. And yeah. Julia get it. And, and so, then I have to go get it for him. Gotcha, Jeremy, gotcha. I'm learning, drinks a lot of coffee from a lot of different coffee places, um, which I'm a coffee snob. I drink coffee from one coffee place upstairs. Well, two if you include mm-hmm. Buzz's Nitro. Um, but my coffee up there that I French press and hand grind beans because Folgers is fucking disgusting. And uh, <laughs> I agree. I every agree. once in a while, I'll go to a coffee shop and get a coffee drink. But don't you know Juan Valdez picks the beans himself? Uh, Juan Valdez died a long time he ago. He carries them down on his ass. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <Easter> stash. <laughs> I remember those commercials as a kid. Oh, yeah. The creepy ones where the fucking coffee dude just showed up on the porch. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I will say, you guys have a lot of coffee guests. I, we do. I'm different. Yes. Um, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a coffee shop. You are definitely. You probably different. know this, right? Yeah, I, yes. I read your, your stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I am very different in that regard. Um, so I geared towards more homebrewers, um, seeking to be more in people's homes, mm-hmm. um, than, you know, getting them out of the house and coming into my shop. Cause you're um, a, you're a roaster, right? I'm a roaster. Yeah. Yeah. So I roast over on, um, 3300 South and 400 East, um, in a community kitchen. So nice. A community kitchen with a coffee roaster. Exactly. Yeah. So mm, it must uh, smell really good. There. I wonder, do you roast, do you roast every day of the week or you have um, specific days? Yeah, I, I roast twice a week. Twice. Um, I just got a new roaster. Uh, it's a five kilo. So it's Does a, it have a name. It doesn't have a name. I was thinking, I was thinking Blackie. Um, or Juan just, Valdez. Juan. Or Juan Valdez. <laughs> or Juan Valdez. You can just call it Juan. <laughs> we'll all know. Just call it Juan. Yeah. Juan. Yeah. Juan. Juan. Juan, Juan the, coffee the coffee machine. <laughs> exactly. I think you should call it Valdez. Juan yeah, Valdez. Yeah. You could probably find a sticker somewhere. Yeah. Juan Valdez with his Slap ass and there. put that on there. Yeah. Like okay. on the back. Yeah. yeah. Like on the back. 
That's, uh, we, we were actually just talking before you got here about uh, um, the neighborhood hive up in Sugar House, and uh, Jed owns a business there called The Bean Hole, mm. which you're probably familiar yeah. with, The Bean Hole. Well, he doesn't have his roasting space anymore. Oh, really? We, we were talking to him a couple of weeks ago. They, they're in the middle of doing some fundraising to help build out the new space that they've, they've, they've all got up there, um, and they all got kicked out of their old space, uh, and so he doesn't have a home wow. to roast anymore. He's been... He's got what he said. There's a couple places that he said, were allowing him to roast. Yeah, there's there. a, one of them. I don't one know. One of the big coffee sure. Public coffee. Like, I don't know. One of them, some gotcha. offered to let him use this space. Yeah, use this space. But yeah, he was like roasting in his own space. And now he's like back to the garage. Yeah. I mean, I, I met that guy a couple times um, when I first started. Super nice guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Like awesome. he, he was always first to tell you like the processes and all that. So yeah, when we um, talked to him, this is one of the. Well, I'm just gonna go back and hype on the neighborhood hive a little bit. One of the like a, another good example is when we talked to Jed. We didn't get to talk to him for very long. I'd love to have him on the show for like 60 minutes, and I think we would hear like 15 life stories because the dude. Is so fucking he caffeinated. So yeah. He <laughs> talks like, uh, so fast. But, <laughs> but he spoke, most of what he spoke about was like other people in the community that he has cool. done stuff for him and that he does stuff for. And like, he's such a big community player. He's like, there's space for everyone. Like, cool. I don't need to be competitive, yeah. hyper competitive with other roasters. He's like, a cool guy. Yeah. He's awesome. I, I did, definitely didn't get that vibe from him. So yeah. my, my vending tent is right next to his. And my brother Jonathan had this massive swig cup and he went to get a little bit of coffee to wake him up. Mm-hmm. He filled the entire oh thing with his cold brew. With his cold brew. Oh, and no. the 13 year old kid drank Just almost singing. all of it in an hour. Oh my God. Did he have a heart attack? No. He but crashed. he was like, I feel so alive. He crashed when he got home. I'm pretty oh, sure. I'm, sure he did, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's how Jed rolls 24 I'm pretty seven. sure his mom probably didn't like that very much she laughed um but anyway we're, hilarious we're here to talk to to you uh yeah, yeah. about your coffee not not necessarily jet so, <laughs> but we should probably but step I like back you. we need to step back a little. yep that's Bring right. it back. in the way back machine so <laughs> the first question we really need to know from you is what month were you born in april july baby yeah coming up july yeah that's right your parents oh, april, month of april conception yeah. oh yeah true what uh, april 4th july 4th fourth of july yeah april 4th of july, yeah. Yeah. Fourth of july. Fireworks and now all. Now you yeah. can think about that. The yeah. Time. Did your parents go? Oh, I, I've, yeah, I've thought about the it. The stadium sure. fire. <laughs> Did you, um, they were probably watching the Osmonds at the stadium. Oh, well, fire. yeah, let's see here. Let's see here. Um, <laughs> at the think, same time? It, it depends he was on 19, where, he, where he was born. Well, it was 1987, 4th of July. Oh, so whatever was going on in 1987. I'm sure it was the Osmonds. And was it here in Utah? It was here in Utah, yeah. yeah it was oh, yeah. the Osmonds. Oh, at Stadium of Fire. Yeah, Don, sure. Donnie Osmond, yeah. Osmond, yeah, Stadium sure. of Fire. Donnie yeah. got your mom going, or <laughs> you got your dad going. <laughs> And then they're, they're like, pro- oh, brother and sister duo? Man, that makes yeah, us hot. the best. <laughs> and then Travis Tritt and <laughs> Willie Nelson. And <laughs> what the hell were you watching? Yeah, in 1987. Stadium Fire. That's about right, man. I don't well, know about Willie there Nelson. There had to have been something else going on in 1987. Uh, Are you guys Utah natives? It was yes, no. Bob Hope, oh, the Osmond Boys, and Miss America. <laughs> and the Wow. The Osmond yeah. Boys. Well done. Did I call well that done. shit or what? <laughs> the Osmonds. Wow. But it was Second the Osmond Boys. generation. <laughs> The Osmond, so the other Osmond brother, the deaf one that they don't really talk about. The one that comes to the Frank. middle school every year yeah. for a little fun Frank Osmond. I didn't know there was another Osmond. That's wow. what they want you the to know. That's they what they want you to know. Okay. They don't talk about Frankie. the other Osmond. Okay. Yeah, Shadaisy was still a little too young. They were like, I don't even know if they No, they were born. They were like five because I... <laughs> the, that was like a country group, right? Yeah, they're, yeah. Out of, they're from Magna. Oh, they are? Oh. Yeah. 
The, the trio of chicks, the three girls. Like the Dixie chicks, but not as cool. Yeah. Or not as it, country. It was just shit-azy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and That's what you call sunny and Less Brian. country Dixie yeah, chicks. Yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> but the Dixie them. chicks are from Utah as well. Are they? Mm-hmm. So the shit-azy. Oh, they are? Shida- I didn't know that. Oh. Shit-azy? Daisy? Shit-azy's. Shit-azy. But they, they went to Cypress High School. And oh. uh, uh, they were they were probably only like not even... 10 maybe in 87 i bet they were below 10 so yeah that's uh, i just remember as a kid yet. it was always the osmonds every year that played the stadium on fire i uh, never went to that and i never watched it i've never been either but they always had the advertisements you're gonna it. go in sure. a couple weeks well, i know gladys knight always plays it but not the perps or, they're not the pips oh okay yeah, they left those well, that's then, not appropriate for utah uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually surprised that, honestly, in the 80s, I'm surprised they like Gladys Knight in the state, too. So Especially at a BYU stadium. Yeah. True. Huh. You're like, ah, Maybe we they gotta... didn't know. Look, I know the county is well, she's black, 99% white, but we're going to let this one colored lady come sing for us. Oh. Colored is inappropriate. Not in the 80s. Not the people in Provo. It's a different time. Can't hide the history. <laughs> that's uh, that's how they talk in the you 80s. Got, in Provo. Yeah. No. Well, they got Thurl Bailey, too. I was still in and Texas in the too, 80s. Right? Well, yeah. yeah. You want to talk racist. But Thurl Bailey is fine because he was an athlete. True. I met that's him. True. At, at BYU, if you're an athlete, you get away with anything. Right. It's okay. Right. It's true. That was post. Uh, that was post. Black people allowed in the in the priesthood. Yeah, because that, so, that was late that was late 70s when they needed the basketball players. Yep. Mm-mm. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. If you think we're joking, you just go. Okay, away. so where were you born? <laughs> where? Yes. Um, Provo, Taylor, Taylorsville. BYU, Taylorsville. Oh, Taylorsville. Taylorsville. Oh yeah. no, that means that he did but you go to Taylorsville High? Hospital? I, um, LDS Hospital. LDS. Yeah. Did you go to Taylorsville High? Went to Cottonwood High. Oh, okay. So you don't have to be our mortal enemy then, because we went to Granger. <laughs> oh, you guys are Granger. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, but, but we're old, way older than you. But yeah, <laughs> you have to understand the '80s Taylorsville was the ghetto. No, Granger is always the Granger's ghetto. Really pretty ghetto. That's because Granger's in West Valley. Granger's like the step up the from Kern. It was called Grunger. It was Which, like Grunger. It was like oh yeah, Kern. Then Granger. Isn't West Valley Taylor's the though? second largest city though in the state? The largest. Yeah. They're larger than Salt Lake now. Pop- population wise, are West they really big? Really? They're not bigger than Salt Lake, are they? West Valley is pretty big. I don't know. They, it's. it's I, I don't know. I, I think I'll it's a close it second. I have a Google box. 136,000 in uh, West Valley City and Salt Lake City is like 250, I think. So pretty close. Yeah. So oh not even close. Still, still, 100, still big. 197. So I think it's gone back and forth with West Valley. Yeah, I, I would. I would certain periods of time. I mean, I don't know if I believe that. I think Salt, Salt Lake City Lake is more like densely 70,000 more people. Yeah, yeah, Salt Lake for sure. Well, as of so, right now, but at one time... West Valley slash when it was Granger, it incorporated half the it's West Side. Yeah, but it's been annexed and stuff. It still incorporates half the West Side. They fucking t- West Valley. In case you weren't aware, that Walmart that's right there, Kitty Corner, oh, yeah, from that's, us, West, that's Valley. West Valley. <laughs> All but, the neighborhood, but across it. the but street Kearns, is Kearns, right? and, and then Kearns. that way is West, West Jordan. Is on the other side of but that. But somehow that's West Valley. Well, because West Valley annexed all that and all of her. We're like the four corners here. If you just go stand in that intersection over there, you can stand in four different cities. Kearns is the bastard child. But you probably will get hit. Kearns. Is Kearns even incorporated, though? No. No. Well, Kearns is a township township. now because we had to become one. It used to be unincorporated, but in order to keep people from annexing, it became a township. That's why they made that law. I'm glad they did. And actually, I mean, Kearns strongly fights for Kearns. Well, it means that now we can have a, a, a... Governing body that helps. Well, and Kearns is 
Kearns is very strongly Kearns. Like we had, we've had a couple times where West Valley's tried to take over our zip codes. Um, and we have one zip code. I shouldn't say codes. It's one zip code, <laughs> but they wanted their name attached to it. So, oh, you know, wow. and you have to vote on that in communities. Uh, and it was soundly defeated. Uh, like people responded in droves and said, fuck you. We don't want to be known as West Valley <laughs> because that's kind of the first step in West Valley sure. starting to annex something, which sucks though, because that Walmart and so what behind Walmart used to be is it's called Ochre. Uh, and that used to be all unincorporated county stuff. Now that's all West Valley too. So basically West Valley annexed that even though across the street that way across 56th is still part Kearns up to the elementary school. There is all Kearns. So I'll have you know, as someone who grew up here and whose grandparents have always lived in Kearns, well, not always, but um, this is called the top of Kearns where we live. We're yeah. at the top of we're, Kearns. We're yeah, you are on top of a hill. We're in the rich yeah. part of Kearns. So, oh. <laughs> so there we go. But, no, it's like <laughs> seriously. But, like, Kearns, but Kearns isn't very big. And yeah. so gangland is literally on that side of our neighborhood. Yeah. So just north. You know all the drive-bys you when hear you about hear that they on happen, the west side? They're, it's, they're yeah, on 54th. It's, the, it's gotcha. the street over. Yeah, in the the smaller when older the ghetto houses. and the rich is literally just a street apart because the they're, city's so well, small. Well, I mean, they're like a half mile apart. Well, the thing is, is <laughs> the thing about Kearns is it is the people who live here, like they they really own Kearns. Like they we are like it's like the people that live in Mill Creek. No, we're not Salt Lake City. We're Mill Creek. We're not Salt Lake City. We're Kearns. We should get back to Nick though because he's not from Kearns. No, but, yeah, yeah no, I can't relate I, to Kearns. But he's Look, Kearns I just, adjacent. I was pointing out that back in the eighties, Taylorsville was the West Ghetto. I mean, Taylorsville now. Not. Is basically Murray. It's like Murray 2.0. Pretty close. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you're, cause there's like a sliver of Taylorsville that's, uh, east of Redwood Road that yes. you would call the east side of the west side. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's, you're an east sider, but on the west side. Yeah. That's, uh, I live and there. And that's what I was east part of. That's where Atherton side. Park Apartments yeah. is. A whole bunch of shitty apartment complexes yeah. <laughs> occupy that space. Right. I and know like, that, com- that complex well. Well, and isn't like, cause 48th is like Murray, right? Like yes. if you're, yeah. if you're there on 48th, that's Murray, but on 45th, that's Taylorsville somehow. Right. Yeah. Which I don't fucking understand. Cause then on 39th, it's West Valley. Probably had to do with getting the revenue when it was built originally. Oh, yeah. Or something yeah. It had like something that. to do with the commercialization. Cause Taylorsville technically is all of that. Like where D, the awesome D's is. Cause there's like two left. The oh, that's awesome right. D's. The awesome D's. So where did you go to high school? Cottonwood. He's, Cottonwood. He said Cottonwood, yeah. yeah. God, well, you said he was from up? I know we went deep on, like, Salt Lake boundaries, but <laughs> yeah. come on, man. Well, he said he was in Cottonwood, but that doesn't necessarily mean no, he, he went to, he went to Cottonwood. Well, yeah, Cottonwood. so, like, kids in Taylorsville go, go to Cottonwood. Because that area near Cottonwood High School, at least when I was in high school, was a lot of older folks that didn't have kids. Now I think it's a bunch of young families now, but... So they would ship kids from Taylorsville, which I still think they do. Yeah, of um, course they do. That's the weird thing about Salt Lake. You can go to pretty much whatever school you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. Just get um, a special permit. A lot of yeah. lot of our friends went to Hunter. Yeah, I mean, I would not fucking dare send kids to Kearns High, honestly. No, <laughs> what about Granger? Uh, no, probably well, not. Well, no, I think... <laughs> we sent our kids to parochial school. They, so. just, oh, okay, okay. they just read, they just read it, Granger, Kearns. so I think... <laughs> Hard to say. Rich part of Kearns means you get good breaks uh, at uh, at uh, private schools. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. So what did you do after high school? So after high school, I traveled a little bit. I went to Europe, um, Central America, backpacked, and oh, cool. Just yeah, just wanted to kind of figure out what I wanted to do. 
Let me ask you about that because yeah. I've always I've always been really curious because like you always hear about people like oh after high school I went and backpacked around Europe for four years and learned how to live life like definitely didn't do it that long what like what does that really comprise of is it like a backpack and you're like I'm gonna fucking stay in whatever no. hostels I can I've got some hiking trails I'm gonna follow like so it literally wasn't me and my buddy like just walking. Like, you know, Speed across country lines. Yeah. Years. No, it, you know, it's a lot of buses, a lot of buses, trains, um, especially in Europe. Trains, um, trains and automobiles. Exactly. But, you know, in Europe, you have EasyJet and Ryanair. You get super cheap flights. Um, you can hop from London to Paris for like a hundred bucks, you know. Um, so how do you make money when you backpack around Europe? You, you just, just save like, a bunch of money. I, so you well, save personally, a bunch going into I got it? In a, well, I got in a car accident and I got a settlement. I should have spent it more wisely, but I went. I went to Europe. Yay for Robert yeah, for Robert Yeah, <laughs> some would argue that that's kind of a cool way. Yeah, to like that's it. A no, good yeah. Way to, to I, I mean, world at knowledge. this point, I'm like, man, it would have been cool to like invest, but it's like, it was so rad. But like, I think too, like at this point in life, you might not have those same thoughts had you not gone out and experienced true. the actual world, because true. that's a lot of people don't do that, and a lot of people don't realize like. This little fucking bubble in Utah yeah, is not how the world is. It's not. It's but, weird here. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> as soon as you leave, you're just like, what the hell is well, going well, on here? Even like, even America, like a lot of Americans take for granted, like what we actually have. And to go even to a westernized country, you know, in Europe, God forbid, like South America and Central America, like sure. you really get a better understanding of what we have here and what different things mean and, you know, how much stuff means. So, I can't say that's a bad way to spend a, a settlement. No, yeah, and for sure. And it, and it helped me um, land on what I wanted to study in college, too. So I studied city planning. Um, and so oh, kind of going did back that, to... That we how did you come Someone upon that idea? That. You're just like walking, you're just looking at some bush, here's a rock. Oh, city planning. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, how... Uh, like Barcelona, for instance, is a great example of great city planning. It's called the example. And they basically have really large blocks with corner shops so there's a lot of frontage for shops so there's a lot of frontage for shops sorry i got away from my microphone that's okay um i don't know if you guys all got that but long story short barcelona has planned really well their economy at least at one point was doing well not 10 years ago but um i kind of just looked into it um and noticed that the university of utah had a program in the school of architecture and I did it, graduated, got a job in Denver, and I did that for a while. Um, so kind of to Which go is, back Denver to... Denver is a poorly planned city. My daughter yeah. lives there, and I still it. can't figure out... Yeah, try working for the city of Denver. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is, yeah, why I left. But um, <laughs> so, um, but with that said, Denver, I think, is fucking rad. Like, there's so many cool things there, oh, and gosh. like, it's a great place, but... Yeah, so that that's kind of what I was doing before coffee. Um, so I was a city planner, um, just a number. It was like a team of like like seventy five planners. Yeah, so a, so when did the coffee come about then? So there, there. Okay. Um, so Denver has a huge coffee community. Um, Huckleberry Roasters, Corvus Roasters, um, Queen City Collective, um, on and on. And I had a buddy that was a roaster for Huckleberry, um, and he kind of kind of like just showed me what it was all about he would come home and like um you know have a bag of coffee with a hand grinder and doing pour overs narrow presses we'd go camping and he'd 
be all nerded out and shit. And I was just like, man, that's so cool. Like, I want to be a part of this. And so I frequented coffee shops there um, after work or on break. And um, I wanted to do it, but I didn't want to necessarily do it there because it's so concentrated there. Um, it's like, and it's, it's really expensive. Like, like wanting to open a coffee shop in Seattle. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> so well, you're like, I'm going to go where the Mormons don't drink coffee and do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, but believe it or not, the coffee community is growing here. Oh yeah. Um, for sure. it, you know, you have a lot of transplants, especially in like Salt Lake, Ogden, yeah, Logan area. That's for sure. Where all the hippies go. and like closet Mormon coffee drinkers, you like know, your, like, <laughs> like your little brother, apparently <laughs> <laughs> chugging it. <laughs> Well, I mean, you, you got to keep in mind, like the the Mormon population in Utah is the population isn't decreasing, but the percentage is decreasing quite a bit. Sure, you get outside of Utah County, and it's it's not even necessarily super predominant anymore. Like, I mean, it should it is super predominant, it's, but statewide, it's like sixty two percent only, and it used to be right. like. In the 80s and early 90s, I mean, Utah was, like was like 75 to 80 percent LDS. Right. And so the growth of the state has been primarily non-Mormon people migrating into Utah. Or even if they are migrating in from outside the state, non-Utah Mormons are totally different than Utah Mormons. Absolutely. Yes, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, California Mormons are totally different than so, yeah, growing, Provo Mormons. <laughs> so did you grow up LDS in Utah? I didn't. So, uh, yeah. Me either. So I grew up here my whole life. All right. Uh, I'm curious how well, the difference... So you, you went backpacking in Europe, which obviously is very different than... than uh, what Mormons do. <laughs> Unless they're on a mission. Yeah, but, but they're not, not really backpacking. backpacking. Yeah. They're, well, they're almost as you if you were doing your well, Mormon or your uh, church affiliated vacation and then you started talking more. <laughs> but even on the yeah, mission. Yeah, Europe was a party and Central America. I partied the whole time. E- even on a mission, though, like LDS people are surrounded by LDS people. And yes, they see non LDS stuff, but they go back to LDS people. They come back to. They're. They, Outside of taking a shit, they have to be in the same room with their companion in theory, right? Like, that's not a way to, like, really experience life outside of it's, LDS yeah, culture. Yeah, true. Yeah. And, and then, like, you go from Salt Lake to, say, Denver. Denver is, like, less than 2%. It's mm-hmm. a really, really tiny fraction of people in Denver that are Mormon, and it's the next major city from us. For sure. So, I mean, is that, like... How was the was the culture shock just not really there because you backpacked for so long before um, you went to Denver? God, you know... I don't know. Um, I grew up non LDS with not a lot of LDS friends. So that bubble I was in, well, so you were simply, one of those bad kids that I was they talk kid. about in yeah, yeah, school about not probably, hanging out with yeah, you at like, church. I, yeah. I, I, or I try actually, to get them to come to church. My best friend, was, mom, mom would let her come over to my house because I wasn't. Working. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, growing up, I had a, they were all non LDS. I mean, and ironically enough, my LDS friends that I have had are not LDS anymore. So it's kind of just such a bad example. You know, yeah. I know, right? Well, he, you should be he, ashamed. He, I consider him a good example. Clearly, yeah. he drinks coffee. Like he probably watched The Simpsons. Oh, just, oh Family the Guy, Seinfeld. That's a little too far. I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fix your bra strap, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> And she sits there and trying what? to pretend she's this good Mormon girl with her sleeveless dress. I can see your shoulders, you hustle. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just you got extra see- piercings today. Like <laughs> I can't see them under the headphones. No, That's why you're hiding. No. So does the That's Mormon- why she said it was going to hurt. 
Does the Mormon topic come up a lot in this podcast? Yeah. Since you're like about Utah. Okay. I mean, it just kind of is. We don't, we don't get a lot of people that, that, that grew up and, and then went out and did what you did and then come back. A lot of times we have people that transplanted in Mm. or moved for like work and then come back. So, not I guess I was kind of small and, and not owners. as young. And right. so the, the, I think that's why we're kind of talking about sure. like the culture. Um, and usually when they are born here, they are born LDS. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, when that is a common thing that comes up in meeting people, it's like, oh, you must have grown up in a war, yeah. or, you know, and I'm yeah, like, no, like, Mormon. not at all. Like, Same. I, yeah. And you get that question a lot too when you go out of state because I've traveled tons and tons and tons and it's. Are you polygamist? Are you Mormon? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a couple <laughs> questions you always get. Are you Mormon? How many wives do you have? Do you yeah. have horns? I will say those are a step up from the, do you have running water and a toilet? Yes. Which is what I got <laughs> fucking growing up in Wyoming and would go anywhere. I still ask you that. Like, hey, did you, yeah. did you guys have running water yeah. when you Is were there growing like up? an outhouse or? Yeah, it was a fucking normal town. I didn't live in fucking South America. <laughs> I don't know if Green River was a normal Oh, by town. the way, you asked about explicit. That's why, is I just. Cause yeah. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> uh, okay, so, so you really get into coffee and you don't want to do it in Denver. So was Salt Lake kind of oh. your first choice then? Um, obviously, yeah. So I'm from here. Um, you know, I have a huge, well, not a huge, uh, my social network, I maintained still here, um, family, obviously. And, you know, I, I created this friendship with my buddy who was a roaster and, and also another guy who owned a coffee shop in downtown in Lodo. And, um, I didn't want to just, just straight up just be like, yeah, I'm doing what you guys are doing now. And just right off the bat be a competition. So that was really why. And so I was like, well, I don't know anybody personally doing coffee in Utah and it's my home, you know, and I, you know, I missed Utah. Like, honestly, Utah is fucking cool. Like, That's the why we started are right this there. podcast. Yeah. I mean, I, I hated Utah growing up. Like, <laughs> I, I thought, like, I was like, I'm going to San Diego right out of high school. And, you know, now that I'm older, it's like, there's a reason why so many people are moving here. You know, it's a cool It's got its spot. weirdness, but it's... Still a cool it's place. It's beautiful. Yeah. You know, you got Southern Utah, a couple hours. Because like, when you live away. here year round, you can go to Zion Park when there's not a million fucking people yeah. there. And, no, get, yeah. you know, good Instagram photos. Exactly. <laughs> well, and it's crazy when you do travel. Why did you look at me? Like, um, <laughs> when you do travel, you meet people that are like, oh, you're from Utah. Like, oh, the Red Rock. And like, you know, mm-hmm. like the skiing. And, you know, they're like, I've been there and it's awesome you know what no one ever says about colorado oh man it's great to ski there oh yeah you know what they fucking say about three Utah? hours to get there <laughs> that's the best snow on earth yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> greatest greatest and best greatest snow on earth. bestest yeah. the bestest uh, not Extra so much snow these best days amazing but, uh so so when you came to, you come to utah and you're gonna open a business you know why did you decide not to just open a coffee shop and be a barista or open a coffee truck and why did you decide that like i'm gonna roast beans yeah and sell those um i well again so my buddy his name's shep um, he w- was a roaster and it, I kind of learned through him. It's an art. Um, and it's, it, it's an art and it's fascinating. There's a lot of science to it as well. And, um, why not create your own product? Um, 
And obviously there's profit margins involved as well. When you roast your own coffee, it's kind of, you know, um, and it was a little bit more doable. Um, I think, you know, opening a coffee shop, obviously I'm still working on that. I, that's still in my plan. Um, it's just, I, I'm trying to do it organically. Like, so no investors or anything like that. I'm trying to do this all on my own so I can, it can be fully mine, I mm-hmm. guess, in a way. Um, not to say that coffee shops owners, it's not theirs either. Um, just wanted to, yeah, just do it differently and have my own product. Um, I, I think that's the best way I could explain it. I, yeah. Um, so, but. so most of your business now, is it a lot of online sales? Do you have a lot of people in a storefront? Like what, how does you, cause you, mo- you make all your stuff out of a commercial kitchen. Sure. Um, you know, do you yeah. have a storefront type space that you sell out of? So it, it's mainly online. Um, and in, uh, like farmers markets. Um, so I, I do, a lot of those, um, I've just tapped into the retail market, um, which I'm trying to decide if I love or not. Um, and that's it right now. Um, so just kind of organically creating a following and, um, slowly I'm, I'm on the slow track. So I, yeah. Um, which I'm cool with, um, because that for me, it's, it's giving me more fulfillment, I think. Um, instead of just jumping right in and just going balls to the wall. Um, and I've met a ton of people in the past couple of years. I've been doing it and I, I love what I'm doing right now. So what markets are you involved with? So Wheeler farm, um, park silly mm-hmm. and daybreak. Um, so those are the three I'm in this summer. One of those three, when they drink your coffee with their tap water, get cancer and it's not your coffee's <laughs> fault. Oh, okay. I won't say which one. Oh. I think You've said which one <laughs> in the past. I'll just say one of them was below a long-term mine. <laughs> and grass doesn't grow in certain spots. <laughs> But hair okay. grows in so, weird places. What are you doing at those markets? Are you doing? Yeah, yeah. So I'm selling uh, 12 ounce bags of coffee, uh, specialty coffee, um, cold brew, and and just hot coffee. Um, that's what I do at the markets. Um, I also have a coffee cart, um, a custom built coffee cart, like full service espresso, um, and I do um, like parties or events, um, and offices. So, um, I was doing, I had a contract with Netflix. They have a corporate office over by the airport. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was doing that for a while, uh, weekly, but you know, COVID hit and they weren't meeting in the office anymore. So, so like you can come. still come if you want, but there's like yeah, four but there's nobody here. here. Yeah. <laughs> but Netflix can afford it. That's the thing. It's like they have, yeah. Anyways, they're like the one company that totally loved COVID. You know, because <laughs> they're like, well, and, and the Netflix was also like during COVID, they're like, huh, well, we have all these fucking films that we made for uh, Netflix Europe and the UK right. and, and India. Let's just double them and fucking put them up in America. Yeah. That's Let's the most the frustrating Amer- thing, though. If you look at something, I cannot watch a dubbed show. Well, that's mm-hmm. just because you're snooty and American. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's because I read lips and it's it- true. It's hard to read lips. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. But, but they made a fucking killing. Like they put out so a much killing. content. Oh my gosh. That, and like, okay. So the first, the first few months of the, the pandemic, like everyone's consuming stuff online. And so all those shows that Netflix had over the last 10 years that they built up, they're like, oh, that might be a good show. They watched all of them. 
The whole thing. The whole thing. <laughs> like they binged and like they got through so much TV and then like none of the broadcast networks or cable televisions were putting out new content. There were no movies being made. Movies didn't get like we're way behind schedule on movies. That's a whole nother right. thing. But even Netflix was like, well, the studios and like w- people aren't producing content. So let's let's release all these documentaries and all these independent films that people have been like courting us for. Let's pay them like crap money and then release them. And they just. Man, they oh, yeah. it in. Holy crap, they figured it out. It's crazy. Them and Disney. Them and Disney, yeah. Well, Disney. it's just crazy how many options we have now. You know, it's like HBO and, you know, Amazon, Netflix. You know what you haven't mentioned Hulu. yet? And cable and satellite. <laughs> Disneyland. Disney. <laughs> That's the same thing. Well, yeah. But like cable and satellite, people don't even really talk about those because of all the streaming services that are available. Like Because you can't binge all cable shows and people are into binging binging yeah. I'm, I'm really curious how that market share is going to transform over the next few years like that's a it's a really interesting thing because the delivery of content like network stations just really aren't getting the ratings i think that some of these no but i also do. hate like having Five thousand subscriptions. That actually makes me angry. Well, and I think that's where you know, like uh, Disney Plus, where they're banding with you know two or three other providers, like ESPN, and there's one other. Is it Discovery Plus that they're doing it? I with? think so. Is yeah. That the other one. My phone just alerted me that Bree is nearby. Connect with her to see if we can hang out on Facebook. <gasps> Should we hang out on Facebook? That's oh weird. God. Let's do it, Julia. So anyway, that's that's <laughs> no, a, no that we go on tangents here that have nothing to do with our guests. No, it's fine. Uh, yeah. On a regular basis. Yeah, streaming services. It's- uh, so the Espresso Cart, you do a lot of private events and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but you're also, you told us you were in a band. I am in a band. Yeah. So Vinyl Koala. Don't ask me how that name came about. I don't know. Because there's not a story. I kind of like it. Yeah. Have you released an album on vinyl yet? So we're working on it as we speak. Is it going to um, be blue? Is it going to be blue? Like the album cover? No, like the album. Oh, yeah, like the, the vinyl, the itself. actual vinyl itself. Because like I'm thinking black. Because like, we have a we have a a band that we interviewed that released a blue a blue record. vinyl. Well, um, no, but that sounds cool. <laughs> Purple's actually the best color. Yeah. If you want to do something, yeah. Like I mean, that. I think I think you can do any color you want. Um, so is I, the koala yeah. vinyl? Um, or is the or is there a koala on some vinyl? So. We were actually thinking of shaping the vinyl in a koala shape. That is not going to play very well. <laughs> unless, unless, unless it's, um, I don't know the, um, the measurements, but we were talking to our sound engineer guy and he said it is doable. Yeah. If you, you just make like it a 45, sp- but you put it, but you make the full, koala like the size of a, yeah, you make the koala large basically. But, and then like the album the, small, which is a, for, like a 45 size. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. So it'd be huh. a 45. We probably you know, won't do that, but yeah. it sounds cool. That's actually kind of cool. I'm sorry. I would buy it. I yeah. don't fucking care if the uh, music's yeah. good. Well, we might make one and then hang it on the wall or something. So how long have you guys been a band? So two years. Um, so you started just before COVID. Exactly. <laughs> well, it was May May 2019. Um, so, so, like it's, uh, so who's in the band is my dad um, and my brother-in-law. So my dad is oh, so damn near 70. And Does he shred? He shreds. He shreds the bass. Yeah. He slaps the bass. <laughs> he slaps the bass. What kind of music are you playing? Um, so it's 60s, very 60s, surf rock blues. Um, that's kind of what we're modeling after. A lot of reverb, 
a lot of um like trebly guitar but Love treble you know stuff. um bass stuff just really 60s music something you would listen to in 1960 something you would listen to when you were high yeah, exactly. Very psychedelic. Yeah. So Take I take some acid, listen to co- vinyl koala, some vinyl koala, and, exactly, and try and figure out what the fuck the name means. Yeah, exactly. So how did you exactly. guys, understand how did you the come shape up with the, the vinyl? Name? Honestly, I I came your, up with the your name. little brother eight, and that's what <laughs> happened. Like I don't. No, I uh, I think it's the inner eight year old in me that came up with it. Um, yeah, I was just playing my guitar one day, and I was just like, it just popped in my head. It. it I don't. I don't have a story for it. Just like sitting and it's playing. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so vinyl koala, and I asked the guys. I'm like, "Do you want to be called vinyl koala?" And they're like, "Sure." They were eucalyptus. So how did you come up like, with your coffee name? So coffee name uh, logos is so logos ethos pathos. I don't know if you okay. throw back to high school. Um, logos is logic. It's just a cool name. It has a heavy meaning to it, um, and just. I dig the name. I think it sounds cool. Um, and yeah. So, chose that. There's also like a little bit of a biblical meaning to it. Um, and just like the name of it, honestly. So, hmm. if you look it up, it has a lot of... Um, I'd be worried if you hated the name of it, honestly. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, yeah. And and everybody that I tell, they're like, man, that's a cool name. Like, what does it mean? You know, I'm not an expert in the definition of it, but... I can give you the gist of it. So nice. But yeah. Yeah. I think ethos. So it's logos, ethos, pathos. I think logos is like logic. Ethos is ethics and pathos is like emotion. Mm-hmm. So it's like forms of argument. Um, Pathological liars. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's just, that's what I always thought of. To remember in school. I was just thinking logical. So you sell coffee and some other coffee accessories. I take it. Yeah. So I partner, um, uh, well, not partner, but I, I re- I'm a retailer for uh, St. Anthony Industries. Um, they're local, um, like coffee um, accessory company over next to um, Public downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, super cool guys. It's like brothers that run that own that, and um, they make cool ceramic cups, ceramic brewers. Um, and so on. So, like, do you have a pretty broad range of roasts that you do in terms of lightness to darkness? Do you do a yeah. bunch of heavy dark? For crap? sure. So, I don't do any dark roasting. Um, God. I've, yeah. So, I, I've, I've, I've kind of, um, I've, I've gotten into the specialty coffee world, um, where it's primarily lighter on the lighter end of roasts, light to medium, um, where you're trying to preserve or, or highlight um, certain, you know, flavor notes or characteristics of that particular region um, where dark roasting kind of masks that. Um, yeah. So um, I, I buy, buy my green coffee at a little bit more of a premium price um, for that reason. Um, and I stick with single origin. I don't do much blending. Um, I do have an espresso blend. Um, but I, I'm a coffee nerd, uh, like, home brewer myself so um love to try different coffees what's your favorite way to do coffee so to brew it or yeah yeah okay um i would say i am an aeropress guy um i bring that sucker with me like everywhere (laughs) um i love to get up in the mountains and camp um or snowboarding um and i just throw it in my backpack um 
and I have a little jet boil, boil up some water, and it's super easy. I don't know if you guys have used an AeroPress or not, but... No, it's like a fancy French press, right? Uh, somewhat, yeah. Um, it, they actually, the original marketing for it was uh, an espresso maker. Um, hmm. So it that was kind of the original marketing for it, and now it's kind of turned into its this whole other thing there's like aeropress championships and like <laughs> finland you know and like so it's it's kind of like a combination of like drip and french press the way it's uh, actually done right y- yeah i mean you're there is the act of pressing for sure so it's similar to espresso where you're pre- pressurizing you know it out um but it's short contact time with water um where french press you know you brew for Three, four, five five minutes. minutes, Yeah. um, Where AeroPress, I mean, at least how AeroPress has advertised it with their their recipe, it's like a minute and a half. So So short contact time. Put the coffee grounds in, throw in the water, let it sit for for a minute, minute, and then start pressing it out. And you do a really fine grind for the traditional recipe. Um, But with these uh, um, AeroPress championships, they get really creative. Hmm. Like coarse grind and then stir it 10 times and then kiss it <laughs> you know I, I, exactly you know. and then you gotta stay in a little they realize that like it's like making a build a bear they make you like it. spin in a circle and yeah. like hug the heart yeah. and, and then it'll be happy yeah stirring it for 10 you know 10 times is the same as just fucking leaving it in there in my opinion well yeah i mean that's the thing it, it gets crazy it's like okay i would love to do a blind test of a nine stir versus a ten stir yeah you know versus but, a, versus a like one stir that just gets it all agitated once sure sure <laughs> but yeah or a shake yeah shake or a tap there there's all sorts of coffee nerdiness out there especially in the brewing world um yeah so there's some like common mistakes that people make in coffee brewing like one is they don't put enough coffee grounds in especially for like a drip brew Mm -hmm. like you have to put a lot of coffee inside of a drip brew machine because otherwise it's really fucking bitter yeah like the the acidity is just through the roof Mm -hmm. uh when you let you know, too few coffee grounds get way too much water in them. Right. And so people are like, oh, you make that so dark. No, no, it's not. Right. Well, and that, and as a roaster, it, that's kind of a frustrating thing is, you know, you're selling your coffee and y- you know, I mean, you've cupped it, you know that this is a really solid coffee and you sell it to somebody that's like brewing on a Mr. Coffee, you know, and like guesstimating their ratios. And it's like frustrating. It's like, like you need some education to enjoy the proper. And so, um, I did put directions on my bags. Um, that's good. But if anybody reads them, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but you know, that's all I can do. You know, it's interesting. Cause like, you know, people go to coffee shops and coffee shops are great. All their stuff is done espresso and then turned into something else with milk and water and all that other crap. And a they, bunch of sugar. <laughs> and they do some drips, right, in right. a lot of those places. But gas stations actually do coffee really quite well, and it's because mm-hmm. all their shit's pre-measured. They take out a fucking pre-filtered packet. packet. Mm-hmm. It's the same with, like, a McDonald's. It's brainless. They've yeah. engineered it so you can't fuck it up. Yep. And so you're not ever putting too much or too, too little, little coffee in the amount of water that you use. And so most gas stations end up having pretty good... I drink black coffee, by the way. I don't drink a bunch of shit. My man. Yeah. <laughs> So, Jeremy puts a bunch of shit in his coffee, usually. <laughs> That's okay. It's, I don't drink fine. coffee. Everyone drinks coffee the way they want. I really love, like, Americano is probably my favorite way to do coffee. Dad yeah. says, make me coffee, but make it not taste like coffee. 
No. So in other words, your dad drinks coffee like a girl. He's a basic white bitch, and I've said it a hundred times, <laughs> and I will continue awesome. to say it. We got him That's this okay. brand. We got him this brand of pumpkin spice coffee for his. I think it was his birthday, and it's it was basic. basic batch coffee. Oh, so yeah, I love he, that. It sounds like he <laughs> drinks coffee like my daughters do. Although I think as Cassie gets older, she's drinking it with less frills and drinking it more for the for the. I, I will say the, the best drink I've had recently, coffee wise, uh, buzzed the coffee truck buzzed. Yeah. Trina has been doing for the last couple of weeks of the market. She did. She called it a Coco Moco, but basically Coco Loco. But basically, it's her her nitro cold brew that she does. With a shot of coconut syrup in it. Ooh. And it's, there was another, co- using coconut she milk. She did coconut too. milk in, in mm. it the second time she did it for me. Oh. I think just the syrup was better. It's fucking Oh, I'm great. sure. It's yeah, like, it I great. would have never thought like, hmm, like coconut and cold brew. And it just, it's just perfect. Like right. so much of the flavor, the coffee comes out. It's not sweet because it's just like one pump of that right. syrup. And So I, um, have you guys heard of Allegro? coffee mm-hmm. so they're they have the contract with whole foods so when i lived in denver their main roasting facility was like maybe like a mile away and i would frequent there they had a cold brew that was a lavender cold brew and it was like the best i mean they probably still serve it but you would never oh, i mean good. i personally would never think lavender <laughs> and coffee would go together it's, doesn't but, wow. have one of those too make you fall asleep she uses lavender you, so you can drink syrup. more of it oh. they counter each other yeah she <laughs> yeah. has a she has a bunch of stuff like she has peanut butter syrup that she uses that i've seen people get over mm. there like some of that stuff's weird but i guess it works did you guys already have the nasty star starbucks no, because mm. we don't need to talk Well, you were about just this. talking about, <laughs> when I came down, you were talking about... Um, Over-roasting coffee. Right. And I I hate going into Target because of that. Yeah, it yeah. stinks. Smells I hate, so I hate the smell bad. of Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, Starbucks, back to what you were saying about pre-measured, mm-hmm. one thing they've gotten nailed down is a science. Like, they, oh, yeah. I mean, they can pump out. Crazy amounts, and and they're you know, consistent. It's, it's you crazy. don't yeah. you don't you don't franchise and and be such a massive company. Dunkin' Donuts is the same way without being super consistent right. in what you do, but it doesn't mean it's good, right? And yeah, and Starbucks, their coffee's just not. It's over roasted. Yeah, and, and you know that's their that's the thing is like their business model is, you know. We'll just dark roast a bunch of coffee and pump it out and put a bunch of sugar because, and milk in it. Because and boom, we you know? have to sell yeah. so much coffee, we can't wait for beans to be the right Ex- age. Exactly. Yeah, I mean the the man or the time it would take to do a specialty coffee Starbucks model, you, you just can't no, do it's, it. It's not really. Possible. You go to a specialty coffee shop here in town, um, and you expect to wait for a beverage to be made. I mean, it's there. There's a lot of TLC going into it, and. There's a lot of good coffee in Salt Lake, and just had to throw that out there we as do well. We have you know? a really good coffee yeah. scene here. There's a lot of really good coffees. Yeah. I think it's along the same lines as when we talk about the breweries and the distilleries, um, because the the predominant, um, I don't know, religion, whatever you want to call it, the, the, the people that are the biggest, make up the biggest category, don't partake in those things. People started... Micro versions of them. Yeah, coffee here is a um, and, uh, counterculture. Right there mm-hmm. we go. And so, because of that, we've actually made this really cool counterculture of 
microbreweries and distilleries and coffee roasters and stuff like that because people saw a need and created it on a smaller level. And so you can go find those right. that well, well, really cool. Yeah. We have it. We have Starbucks and all that now, but they haven't been here. Duh, they haven't long. been here. Yeah. Right. And they've only recently been super pervasive here where they've started putting up shops on corners. And well, stuff like and that. I think that, I think that if you actually went to Starbucks and asked them their sales in Utah, I, 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 I'm guessing it's lattes, it's teas, and it's really fruit fruit. It's not the actual like coffee drinks. Right. Yeah. The, um, steamers, steamers, chai lattes, anything that doesn't have hot brewed drink. Or has very or all their all their cold like, but or drinks. has very little Lots of, sugar of the coffee and caffeine. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's it, mostly it's expensive Kool Aid. Yeah, uh, that I mean Utah has a huge scene for that crap. I mean Swig. Yeah, I don't Viz. get the I don't get those. Yeah, I don't and get the Chris Swig is like thing. because we don't drink it's Utah pop because they don't. Soda. But like don't when drink. you go to Swig, is it just sodas or do they sell like? Milkshakes. They do. Like, some, I don't. I've, I've never I've honestly never been. been. To one. Yeah, I've never so, been to one. So I used to have a customer of mine that was a, a soda shop, and they did smoothies and shakes, but cookies. Yeah, all of them have so some like kind desserts. of cookie. Yeah, but but that's they make their money on sodas. It wow. is not like actually I've had two different soda shacks that were customers, uh, and so they they make their money on sodas. They still do some of the other drinks. Right. Um, some of them even do some coffees, but that's very rare. But but by and large, it is car after car after car it's of the soda. Mormon coffee. It is the Mormon version it is, of coffee. It is house. It is, it is yeah, housewife. That's pretty much it. I'm not even kidding. Like housewife, drop kids off at school on the way home, pick up a drink. Housewife on the way to get kids, same housewife. Five six hours later, get a drink, and wow. they're paying, and they're paying five much. bucks a yeah. pop. I mean, it's like a coffee because they're, and it's it's a you know big sixty four ounce of Man. of Dr Pepper with coconut and cream and raspberry, which is and their cost is probably way, like that's, nothing. It's <laughs> fucking delicious, yeah. by the way. I just yeah. want to throw that out there. Dr Pepper, Diet Dr Pepper, even with a shot of like coconut creamer and mm-hmm. uh, uh, lime or raspberry puree. Is out of this world good. Wow. It is so it's like a fucking milkshake. Ooh. So they are mixed. So it's not so just so okay. you No, but it's like soda and a squirt of a syrup. Right. Okay. Basically. Okay. So like you can do the old timey uh, you know, Lime cherry milk. coke the way that they actually used to make cherry coke oh. before they pre mixed it. Right. So you would if you order a cherry coke at those places, they actually take it's coke and put it's a Mormon coffee so, shop. Sometimes they just give you a cherry shop, coke, yeah. though. Yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, but they like it's expensive too. Like they're they're six bucks a large drink, and you could go to the gas station and basically make the same concoction for a dollar twenty. It is one you have to get out of your car, and uh, people might see you doing that. But I mean, really, it's just it's this weird right. thing. It's like well, every time here. you drive by one, there's like twenty cars. Yeah. Yep. Well, like, and that's why. That's why Duncan didn't do well here, right? So Duncan moved into Utah really late into the game. If you go on the East Coast, Dunkin' Donuts is fucking yeah. on every corner. It oh, is yeah. the Starbucks of the East. Yeah. And it's because run on Duncan. people don't go to Dunkin' Donuts for food. They don't go for donuts. Mm-hmm. Donuts are there if they want I them. Do. They go to, <laughs> but that's the whole reason it doesn't work in Utah. Because that's, yeah, people will go there for a people donut. go there for a donut, or, or but they don't go there for bagel the coffee. sandwich or something. Yeah, like yeah that. I, I went there for the yeah. uh, 
What was it? It was like their breakfast burrito. Yeah, things. and and people people go there for coffee everywhere else. Right. They are the Starbucks of the East Coast, and so they're really know. popular in Vegas too. Mm-hmm. Duncan is really interesting. Big in Vegas, wow. and it's and that's just it. Like it's a coffee shop everywhere else with donuts, and and here in Utah they're like, oh, it's a donut shop, and they're like, fuck, this ruins our business model. <laughs> I know we're called Dunkin' Donuts, right. but our business model is coffee and has been coffee for right. years. So, and people just, I think Starbucks, like you said, they're probably not as frequented by, by a lot of people because we have big, we have big companies here, relatively big companies like Beans and Brews. There's a local company with, Huge. I don't know how many freaking stores they have in Salt Lake now. But well, and they've, and they've franchised yeah. now. So right. if you want, you could own your own Beans and Brews. But I have wow. noticed that like coffee shops in general. So when I was younger, like, um, you know, college aged, high school aged, coffee shops were a place to go and hang out and, uh, read and play chess or cards and like enjoy a cup of coffee. And I just don't see that happening as much. And maybe it's because I'm older and jaded and it still happens. Mm-hmm. But now it seems like more and more coffee shops are like, get my coffee and go and not actually spend time in the shop, like socializing. Sure. Yeah. Um, so there, there's like different types of coffee shops, I would say. Um, there's, there's the drive through, which is like Java Joe's, mm-hmm. um, you know, beans and brews and stuff like that, where it's like, I'm running late to work. I got to get some coffee. Um, then there's like the coffee shop, um, where they, they have like an open mic night that, you know, like what you're talking about. That's one where, of my favorite places. Yeah. Like, like open mic night. And there's like, um, there's activities and stuff like that. So there's like a social aspect to it, whether they roast their own stuff or not. That doesn't really matter, I guess. Um, in that world, maybe their focus isn't as much like of their own coffee. They might buy it from another roaster. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, there's like specialty coffee shops, um, which, um, has put in, put a lot of effort and focus on their product, like on their the coffee. coffee. So you go there and it's like, I want a Cortado or I want, you know, like a flat white or something like a specialty coffee drink or a pour over. Um, I want to try your single origin Columbia or, you know, Guatemala or so on, um, where it's about the craft. So it's like a brewery, um, where, you know, you go to a brewery and it's like, I want to try that pale ale or, you know, hazy or something like that. Um, so within the coffee scene, there's different types. Um, I guess alcohol or like bars would be kind of like similar where, you know, a brewery or a distillery is about their craft and their focus on that. And then a bar is like very social. They just buy liquor from everywhere. And then we have a bingo night, and you know, or, uh, <laughs> you know. Um, activities and stuff. So it's like going to the Bohemian. Yeah. Where yeah. it is a brewery and it yeah. is their craft. I love that and place. they they pair on their menu, they pair the menu yes. with what exactly. I, so I mean it's all it's the whole thing. It's the, Whereas you can go to Wingers and get a beer. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you can go to like any bar you know in town and just like I just want like a course, you know. Um uh, which is fine. I mean I do that still, you know, um, I like to go to bars and just like be a part of the scene and stuff, but I also love going to distilleries and breweries. Um, they're similar to the coffee world. It's kind of in the same little, it's, it's a craft. It's an art. So, yeah. Well, Nick, we have one other question for you. Okay. I'll let you go. Um, you know, you, you've traveled the world, you backpacked, you <laughs> did what, what 
everyone hears people say they're going to do, but you actually did it. Yeah. Um, you know, what is, uh, you know, you've, you've come back to Utah. What is, would you say, the most interesting or unique thing about Utah? About Utah? Um, I would say just the landscape. Um, you can be um, in the mountains, in the, in, you know, in the pines. You can be up skiing and drive two, three hours south, four hours south and be in desert. Um, red rock, beautiful, like unique landscapes that look like a mushroom trip. And, um, <laughs> a lot of people mushroom trip. When they yeah. Go down there. <laughs> yeah. Goblin Valley. Yeah. Um, but there's not a lot of places also where you can be in an urban area like Salt Lake City and, or Ogden. I mean, Ogden, I would say is just as cool, if not cooler than Salt Lake, um, where urban area, I feel like be in the pandering. mountains at a trailhead. I feel like you're pandering right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just, oh, yeah. uh, it's just so unique. There's not a lot of places like Utah. Um, awesome. Well, how can people, uh, find you, order coffee, get yeah. your coffee, so, you come to their house with your coffee? Yeah. Cart? Yeah. So, um, www.logos.coffee slash shop. Um, I have a subscription program they can sign up for. Um, and it, so you can buy online or at markets. I'm at Wheeler Farm or Park Silly on Sundays. Um, and I'm at Daybreak on Saturdays. Um, and my stuff's carried at the store in Holiday. Oh, love the store. And um, Salt and Honey Market. Um, they have a fashion place uh location and a ninth and ninth location and i carry my coffee there too i was gonna say that they have, to have a spot on ninth and ninth i think yeah yeah and then in the winter um it's carried at park city mountain resort there's a little uh store called food for thought there but that's excellent. in the winter so excellent well thanks cool. so much for joining us it's been a pleasure yeah thank you guys that's going to do it for uh, this week's show. Uh, thanks for listening. Thank again. Thanks again to Nick for joining us. Um, go get some coffee from Nick. Uh, it's uh, uh, not only that. I'm sure somebody met you at one of the markets and had questions in general. I'm sure you'd be happy to answer them. Absolutely. Yeah. About how to make it correctly exactly. at home. Yeah. Um, but roasting anything in general yeah yeah you'd, come by and i'll i'll talk coffee with you just take your arrow press and uh he'll help you have a competition right there yeah. right <laughs> stir yeah. it he's not going to tell you his secret he yeah. wants to know yours exactly uh, exactly <laughs> if you like what you heard uh or if you don't i don't actually give a shit just share the episode that's what helps <laughs> us more than anything um you know, follow us out on social media at TNU Podcast uh, everywhere, pretty much, uh, and thenewutah.com. Uh, you'll see uh, lots of the stuff that we talked about today. We usually put up a lot of links. Um, we like to uh, inform you guys it's not just the stuff on the show. Sometimes we'll spend some extra time and write a little bit more in-depth things. Uh, but, uh, yeah, hopefully that's... Uh, that works for you. I, I want to say one other thing. Uh, well, two other things. One, please go support the Neighborhood Hive. Um, you've got basically the rest of this week to do it. Uh, if you're listening during the week, um, if it's, you know, 2023, fuck it, they're already open, hopefully, and <laughs> just go support them and buy stuff from them. Um, but, uh, the other thing I'll say is, um, and, and Nick, you made me think about this with, with your band, Vinyl Koala. Uh, stuff is starting to open back up. Um, venues are starting to host events. There's concerts planned. I know Fulk Colgan has an upcoming concert. 
get out and go see musicians. Um, you support know, them. go support the venues that they're in. Um, go support the wait staff, the bar staff. Um, they desperately need it. Um, they have most of these people, especially musicians that that's their primary gig. Uh, they've been struggling for the last year and a half. Right. Um, they really, really need your support, uh, to, to, to thrive uh, and to get back up on their feet in some cases. So please, please, please go support them. Um, go be there. That's that's what they love doing. Um, and we haven't got to do it for a year and a half. Yeah. We haven't got to go see live music. And that's just something that uh, I think every person needs in their life. So cool. uh, thanks for listening and uh, enjoy your next cup of coffee.